The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. <laughs> oh god hi everyone hi, hi babe where so, are you <laughs> i'm in hell <laughs> is it literal hell please describe I'm your hell, hell for everyone yes i'm in an apartment with my two children and husband <laughs> and i'm locked in my room <laughs> now i can sing oh um, yeah it's great I love it. Oh, hi, guys. Hi, everyone. So let's explain this. Talk scary to me. Talk scary to me. So I'm in the hole. I'm in the hole. I've been a bad girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got COVID. Yeah. Um, And it sucks balls, not in a good way. And um, (laughs) I am am distancing myself from my beloved over there so she doesn't get it again. Oh, thanks. So we're trying, we're trying this out. I don't, I don't like not being there, but I like seeing your pretty face. Yeah. I I mean, honestly, I'm just glad that you're okay. You know, I was glad that, that I was like, could I die? Are you could serious? I right now? Yeah. I just felt like, wow, this is like, I, I was really, yeah. Like I woke up in a pool of sweat and yeah. had a fever and was like out of delirious and, you know, my nose wouldn't stop bleeding and there was like blood everywhere. And I was <gasps> like, dude, this is like no horrible, like crazy, crazy migraine, yeah. just stuff that was like, wow, that's something is like, is this a brain bleed? What is going on? And uh, I was just scared, oh, you know, I, I had the the antibody infusion and nurse came over to the house and, um, and, and gave it to me. And I was like, okay, come on, come on, come on, like roll the dice, you know, just to see. And, uh, and I, it took about, that's probably why I was like detoxing all that shit mm-hmm. out of my system, you know? Exactly. So it, I felt like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the clear. It was cute. I mean, my birthday was yesterday. So I know. For those that are listening. This is like a little, we, we're, we're recording this a little bit ahead of time. Yeah. Um, so I got wonderful birthday wishes. And then I started getting a little bit sad because I was getting all these beautiful, you know, cards and flowers and all of the stuff. And my mom came and I have this glass window in my dining room that you can see outside of my apartment. And, and like my sister and mom, like had their hands no. up, like in the hospital, like, oh my you know, God. My kids were in here and like, you know, we're all like touching fingers through the window and it was a bummer. This is my like, you know, going away slash big 45th and I'm just bummed out that I spent it. But, you know, I slept all day the day before yesterday. That's good. I mean, I like literally probably slept like 20 of the 24 hours. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you, you've been doing a lot of shit, man. You know, you've been, you've been doing a lot of stuff and your, your body like needs fucking rest <laughs> you know? know and then I we know. went straight into a con and that con was awesome carolina fear fest it was great it yeah, was so much job, fun carolina but it was fear it was fest. so busy you know so when your it body's was, run yeah. down you're like you know and you don't then catch you know, anything nobody that was around me got it so weird man i for nope. sure was like i'm done i'm gone i'm gone i thought for sure i was like I i'm mean, gonna have to explain to this production like <laughs> dude we, we shared I, a seat in that panel 
Yeah, I know. I'm sure. I mean, like, yeah, we did everything but swap spit. So yeah. I'm so surprised that. that I, mean, I mean, I tried, ladies and gentlemen. I, mean, I tried. I tried. My boyfriend was there and I tried, but uh, Danielle said no. I'll give it up one day. I'll give it up one day. Um, oh, man. I'm not that easy anymore, Scout. Oh, Should have hit me up 10 God years ago. Damn. I have to work harder for this. <laughs> I thought for sure um, if Tom was there, it would work. <laughs> That's funny. David's like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Hilarious. Well, I'm glad so that you're feeling on? okay. What's happening since you've been back? You were you were doing some ADR stuff yesterday. What are you working Dude, on? Dude, my voice. I can't. Well, I mean, I'm I'm working on a secret top, like secret project. Okay. And my, my voice is gone, man. I've never, I guess I've never, like we get breaks while, while filming or we do like yeah. one emotional scene and then right. they don't really add another crazy scene on top of that, you know, usually. Right. So usually it's spaced out. This was like, you're starting from beginning and you're going to go through the whole movie the in whole three movie. hours. Oh my God. Let's go. And, and oh we need God. different versions of you going right. through different things. Right. In and you're in a hours. tiny room Dude. with your own, like all your own sweat and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yucky. And, yeah. Oh and you God. know, they're recording it for like behind the scenes stuff. And, okay. and so I had to look, look okay. And, and of course the jumpsuit <laughs> was fucking hot and, and I'm physical. Like if I'm like, something's happening to me, I have to yeah. move my body in order yeah. to feel it. And so I was just sweating fucking bullets in there. And oh my, my, my voice was like raw, like it was hurting. I've never had my throat Oof. hurt like that before. So Yikes. I was a little worried because I also have another animated yeah. recording on Monday. So I was like, fuck. And your hair, your, oh my God. I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And then I was like, am I going to, also, there might be a possibility that I might get COVID. I was like, okay, let's oh, just, like, let's just chill. Let's chill on all of this. <laughs> Think happy thoughts. Think happy thoughts. Oh my God. And then you had your hair test yesterday. Did you decide what color dreads you're going to do? So what are, what are they going to do with yeah, your Yeah. So I talked to the director and he was like, cause it's, you know, it's, it's taking place uh, during Christmas time. So he was like okay. anything like green, red, like that, those vibes. So I think we might yeah. go with like this deep green that looks really, really cool. But we Good. were testing out like what portion, like what, what hair. Oh, I guess I should cute. Ow. Does that hurt? <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, look at me gorge. right now. Look at me. Do I not look like I could be on, um, oh God, what's what? the fucking, what's the fucking. Yeah, does that hurt? Is it like going to rip your hair out? No. For no, you guys no. that aren't seeing this right now, she's got like cornrows on the side of her head, but it looks like. Oh yeah. Patreon. <laughs> Go on Patreon if you want to see it or, or hopefully YouTube. Um, but yeah, so, so we use these angles, but then we also had like one's going down, like just different. Is that like, your vibes. skin through, through the, is that, am I looking at your skin right now through the braid? Like. On, in between the braids? No, 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 no. It's it's fine. Oh, okay. I mean, usually like when I go to Burning Man, they're so much tighter, you know. Oh my but god! But then t tomorrow we have to like figure out the dreads. She put in a couple of dreads, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna be. Do you around. love it? I love it, but I was like, I'm gonna be around Tom's family the entire time, <laughs> just looking like this lesbian lesbian girl. <laughs> then they're gonna and then they're gonna know that I'm bi. I'm just going to have to tell there them. You go. Hey guys. As if they don't already know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure they're secretly stalking the podcast. Like yeah. my, uh, my, my family Your on the family. other side, I'm sure are, you know, psycho stalking to hear <laughs> yeah. what's going on in my life. <laughs> oh man. So crazy. Well, we had some really, really good, um, 
uh, questions. Uh, yes, come in. let's really, let's like, uh, a combination. Yeah, let's and talk also, you know, fan I, sex questions, guys. Let's talk fan sex questions. Do, Scout, do, do, do you have the first one? Or do yes. You want to so I, I, you know, a lot of you guys are writing on our Instagram. You're submitting questions through there. Um, I think it's great, but they're also getting lost, and I don't yeah. want them to go unanswered. So please submit the questions. Send us our emails. Yeah, to the email, and we yeah, give it at, at talkscarytome.com. Yes, and then we also give it at the end of every episode now, so you guys know where to send in questions. I'm just because I don't want to miss anything, man. Do you see that when in the emails that I go in and I like tag the ones that I want to read in green? Yes. The little like flags or whatever. Yes. I started okay. tagging in red and then you changed it. Yeah, and I was that's like, oh, okay. I was like, okay. I was like, that's, that's really good. Um, these ones and I you can't. you know what? Can't we tag. actually got a, a, an actual letter. Oh, re- that read that. I want to I, I, I like um, good, to, good stuff. It came to my P.O. box and I just... You know, first, at first I got scared because uh-huh. I was like, oh, what is this? What's going What's going on here? Um, but I thought it was really, really, really lovely. Um, and I wanted to share it with you. So it's um, to us. It says, first, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to attend conventions and mingle with fans. I know that conventions in my neck of the woods, the Midwest, are not well attended, but I greatly appreciate your presence. I spend my summers going to all the conventions in the tri-state area, and it is such a joy to be able to meet and interact with celebrities. Second, I want to thank you for your podcast, Talk Scary to Me. I have found the podcast down to earth, real life advice to be very applicable to my own life. Your recent episode about coming out really helped me during a time of need. As someone who has spent their entire adult life closeted and by, I recently made the decision to try to come out to a family, to my family and friends this summer, knowing that I'm going to face an extreme backlash for doing so. A big thank you to you and Scout for nudging me towards embracing my true self. The yes. two of you have helped me more than I can express in words. Keep up the good work with extreme gratitude, Paul. Oh, Paul. So, I love it. I'm oh, going to say this. I want to give you a hug and a kiss. Hugs and kisses I'm proud from of us. You. Um, proud of you. Congrats. And and yeah, live your true self. And um, if people don't accept you, then fuck them. Fuck them. We're going to put that on shirts. People don't accept you. <laughs> fuck them. From the talk scary to me, girls. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> good for you, Paul. I'm so proud yes, of you. Yay, yay. And so thank you proud for sending you. that letter. I love it. I'm yeah. going to start to collect all this awesome stuff. That yeah, we have us. to. It's really heartwarming. I know there's there there's so much stuff too, guys, and it just if we do miss things, just know um, we will try to get to yeah, we all get to that. Them. We really will. There are some amazing doctors out there, but really the only ones that matter are the ones who actually take your insurance. With Zocdoc, you can focus on doctors who are in network, putting you on the path to see the doctors who are right for you. No more wasting time hunting down Aunt Shirley's cash-only chiropractor or the dentist your coworker recommended who's out of your network. I use ZocDoc, and you should too. It's easy, painless, and easy to find quality doctors. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. Go to ZocDoc.com slash scary and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash scary. ZocDoc.com slash scary. Um, okay, so I didn't read these, but I'm just going to... Let's go. Let's go. I don't know if this is how we submit questions. She asked you guys, but I've been married to my husband for six months and we've been together for 10 years. Recently, I've been feeling really self-conscious and I've shared that with my husband. 
One night in particular, I told him how my appearance has affected me, and I shared how I wasn't happy with myself. The next morning, I saw on his Instagram that he messaged a coworker saying she was looking cute. I don't know if I'm over-exaggerating, but I never felt more hurt before in my life. Mm. I confronted him about it, and he said it was a cheap thrill to make him feel good because I've been angry with him a lot lately. I've been going to therapy to work on myself, but I feel like that's all gone down the drain. Apparently, he's been telling her stuff like this for a while, and I don't know what to do. I need some help. Do I give him one more chance and risk getting hurt again or just call it quits before he has the chance to do anything more? Six months, they've been together for 10 years. Husband married Fuck for six months. Fuck that right? him. Right? Fuck you, bro. Who the fuck do you think you are? I mean, you, you've been honest. You were honest and vulnerable to go to him and share how you were feeling. And yeah, him to say that he just had a cheap thrill. It made him feel better because you've been angry. He should have no, come to you. he's gaslighting her. Yeah. He should have come to you. He's fucking gaslighting her. He should have you, given you the same respect that you gave him. He shouldn't be talking to another woman like that. Sorry. You're married. Like, no, no, Dude, you no, can't. no. You can't. Do, uh, I mean, I don't. No, no. Would David ever? Say, Hell no. Yeah. That's like that. Don't compliment another person. I mean, your coworker, you don't compliment another. No, no. This is so wrong in so many ways. And his excuse for it is complete bullshit. Yeah. A cheap thrill to and make bl- him and blaming feel her. good because I've been angry. Yeah. Yeah. And, How and is he's telling blaming another her. woman that she looked cute make him feel good. I don't understand. Men are so fucking stupid sometimes. <laughs> you know, okay. They're I'm like st- ruining a good thing, you know, and then he's going to end up probably fucking around with this girl. Hopefully yeah. this woman will leave him and then it's going to find out that this chick's a psychopath. Yeah. And his karma is going to get him where he needs to be get. And he's done it before. He She found out that he's, he's you know, complimented or, or commented on this girl before. That's not fair. That's not okay. You know, so what's, what's, his ex- what's his excuse for those times? What 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 there's what excuses just a little, he has? A little, there's a little office romance going on yeah, here. It sounds so, like and emotional is just as bad as physical. I mean, but I do know that that's hard. You guys have been together for ten years and just married They're for married. six. But like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I always say this. I'm like really big prone on this. Do you have one life, man? Do you want? to be with this the rest of your life because this pattern, it's obviously a pattern and it's not gonna change. So you've got to make the decision for yourself. Are you comfortable with that? And if she's feeling insecure about herself, he doesn't sound like he's doing anything to make her feel good about herself. Yeah, dude. Where's his responsibility in that? Your partner needs to make you feel like a princess, girlfriend. Like, no, that's not acceptable. Maybe he's the reason why she feels shitty about oh, herself. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it takes two. So I definitely would maybe say, go seek some counseling. You know, we're very into like, I don't want to say like break up your marriage, you know, and yeah. I don't know if there's kids involved or what's going on, but, um, but go seek couples counseling and maybe give him an out. Maybe he doesn't want to be married, you know, ask him, have you guys had that conversation? Do you still want to be together? Are you making each other happy? Mm-hmm. on both sides. You know, I don't know his side of it. There's always your side and his side and then what the truth is. So maybe seek some counseling and uh, and see what the therapist has to say. And you'd be surprised what kind of shit comes out when you're in a therapy session. Yeah, but you also, know? you know, stick up for yourself. That's, yeah. t- say that's not okay. That's not cool. 
You know, don't don't second guess your gut, man. There's too many fucking times in my life that I've second second guess oh, yeah. my gut, That's and right. it's always fucked me over in right, the end. Right. So trust right, that right. fucking gut. It was given yeah. to us for a reason. Right, so trust right. that shit, man. Trust yep. it, because yep. ultimately, ninety nine point nine percent, you're fucking right. Yeah, I <laughs> like, would say so. Go go see some. Tell them you want to go see somebody. Mm-hmm. And then see what comes out in the therapy session. Be super honest about how he made you feel and what he's done is unacceptable. And I guarantee you any therapist will back you up. Yeah. Hear what he has to say about why he's really doing it, what's going on, and then take it from there. Mm-hmm. You know, figure out after that what you want to do that's going to make you happy with your life. Because it goes by fast, you know. It's too too short to to hang out in this in this marriage that makes you feel like shitty. And he's obviously up to no good. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he is. Fuck him. He's a child. Carry yourself. We got your back. Let us Thank know what happens, you. please. Next. Thank you. Next question. Next. <laughs> so funny. All um, right. So um, do you have a question over there? Or do you want me to do this this guy Jesus that we've got? Right. Um, yeah. Let's talk about this. This might offend somebody. Let's um, talk fan sex. Here we go. Questions. For all of you that are offended by um, jism, here She's we go. My one. buddy and I are completely baffled about this. So I'll get right into it. There are so-called... Oh, is there a so-called courtesy cum shot area? Ah. Women prefer a certain place on their body where men can finish on them. I know some women do not like it on their face. Really? You don't say. Um, uh, Have you ever taken your own cum and wiped on your face? Tell me how it feels. But recently, my buddy hooked up with a girl who did not like jism anywhere on her face and or stomach also back. So he was forced to come on her feet because of the discretion, I guess. But is there a preferred area? Please share any kind of feedback. Put on a fucking condom. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, some, some women just use birth control and then the guys don't use condom. I think, you know, also, I mean, you can't you, can't you? I think COVID made me really nasty today. It's good. Get it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Bring it. You can, guys can come in their hand. They can yeah. come in their hand. You can come on yourself. Yeah. You can, you can literally come on yourself. Like, come on the floor. You don't have to like come on the girl. I mean, unless you guys have that relationship, if you guys don't have that relationship, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. I'm, you know, like on my belly or something, but like, I mean, you can. It pulls in your belly button, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, funny. yeah, who wants to do the after fucking wipe yeah. you do? So obviously condoms are great. Why don't you just grab like a washcloth before? Yeah. Like grab something. You just grab something that you have right that? there. Yeah, underwear, your clothes, your shirt your that you just took clothes. off. Grab it, fucking shoot into it. It's going to go wipe in the laundry anyways. up with it. The pillowcase, because you're going to have to Hello. fucking wash those things. <laughs> no, don't fucking don't wipe your shit on my pillowcase. <laughs> I already have enough skin problems. Oh, um, God. It'll be good. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's the answer. But, well, wasn't that in a movie? They were like, somebody put jizz all over their face and their skin was like clear as day. Or maybe that oh, was something I heard from a guy. And he was like, Probably. yeah, it's, it's good for your skin. Maybe it's the same guy that came in your eye. Ah! <laughs> we don't talk <laughs> about that. Her, her, oh, sorry. <laughs> Scout's boyfriend's in studio. I will be very careful what I say. No, <laughs> Baby, are you, can you hear me? <laughs> I'm sure he's come on a girl's face or two. Ah, I don't um, want to know. Tom, do not tell me if you've come on a girl's fucking face. Nobody I will before you. Kill scout. you. No one nobody before me. Before you, no one ever. before me. Unless total, it was terrible and total. horrible. <laughs> um, while we're on the topic of of this jism, um, let's talk about splurge because mm. it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So 
Here we go. Um, I'm going to talk splurge. Let's talk to you. about splurge, baby. Let's talk oh about splurge. <laughs> I swear, I need to make fucking like <laughs> I can make jingles. anything a song. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have ins- little jingles in between that you're gonna record. Let's talk about um, splurge, baby. Okay, so uh, so this is. Um, Hey gals, absolutely love the show and hope your success with it continues to grow. I recommend it to all my friends, especially the ones who have girl problems and are afraid to talk to their partners. Uh, your real and blunt honesty through the Q&A section of the show is most appreciated as the truth can be hard to come by with some women and men. I've dated a woman for a brief time who loved giving head and especially loved the taste of splurge. I love how you're coining these phrases, Scout. She said she could tell what I had eaten by the taste of it and particularly enjoyed it when I ate green beans. Green beans? She said green beans made it extra sweet and made sure they were included with every meal she prepared for me. Oh, fuck yeah. never before or since then heard of anything like this. My question is, have you noticed the taste difference from one meal to another or between different lovers, real or bullshit? It is real. It is 100% real. Real. Yeah. I haven't been able to figure out like what the, what they eat that makes it better specifically because it's like when you eat dinner or whatever, there's like a multitude of different things you're eating. So you don't really know. Oh yeah. And maybe was it, maybe it was their breakfast that you're tasting that. I don't know like how long it takes to process. I mean, it's the same with women. That's the same, you know, it's the same. Tell me scout. Yeah. Your, your, your vagina juice tastes different (laughs) when you eat certain things like garlic. I don't recommend. Um, man or woman. Um, but pineapple is another good one. I haven't heard heard green beans. Tom, I will be buying a bunch of green beans. Bunch of green beans later. (laughs) You know what, guys? Try it. Try it. Maybe it's like, does it taste like matcha? Like very earthy? (laughs) (laughs) Is it earthy cum? Is it like matcha? Is it like a Um, matcha cum taste? Does your cum taste like matcha? Um, I don't know. Why don't you guys try? Pineapple sweet. It's like I'm in Hawaii. How we do it? We do a taste tester. Okay, you guys at home that are listening to this, go home tonight. Um, and like this whole week, your guys will be into this. This whole week, you guys can try a new, add something new to your food. Yeah, and then uh, see and then see what it what it tastes like. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's exciting. I mean, you can if you want. I guess people are like, what? But um, if we do, taste, or taste do you, you go? You have to taste uh, when to yourself? It depends. Sometimes. Oh, really? I mean, if it's a lot, yeah. you know, when it catches you off guard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's, it's a lot and it shoots far and you're like, well, wasn't expecting that. To, I mean, you have gag reflexes. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know, Scout, do you go black? Pea shooter, pea shooter. Now, now it's just pea shooter. Are we pea shooter today or are we pineapple shooters? What are we today? <laughs> I'm going to just do a taste test oh every God. time. I'm going to be like, um, I'm going to guess gonna be like, the food that you've amount. eaten. There's, there's going to be like a it's green on the news of like a green bean shortage across the <laughs> United States of America. <laughs> Talk scary to me, girls are in question. Truckloads <laughs> being bust in from out of the country. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. I always have pineapple in my smoothies every morning. Oh, she yeah, wants to bitch. make sure her juices are yeah, delicious. Bitch. I'll make sure, I, I, I make sure Tom's happy. All right, I so this it. is another Instagram one? question. Yes, this is a long one, so okay. bear with me. I probably should have read these before. Hey, Scout and Danielle, love y'all on the Halloween franchise, and I am loving the podcast. Can't wait to meet you again in Houston this year. 
Oh, hell yeah. I met you last year and I have two questions. The first one is a bit personal. So please give me your honest opinion. I turned 30 this year and haven't been in a relationship ever. I don't know if it's me or if I just haven't connected with anyone. I've tried having hookups, but I never like it or can never fully go through with it. I've tried being a bottom and I've hated it. And I've always, and I've also hated being a top and it hasn't really worked out. I had really bad experience when I was younger and experimented and felt like I was being taken advantage of by a family member. So I don't know if that trauma has anything to do with that. I've only told a few amount of people and my mom because she has been in a denial about my sexuality since I was younger until I explained about my past trauma. I would really appreciate advice. Sometimes I don't even know if I even want to be in a relationship. This is really hard to talk about with anyone, and I don't know if I explained myself correctly, but I've just been overthinking everything. But I am the only one in my family that hasn't been in a relationship. I don't know if I need therapy. I know my mom loves me, and she's my best friend. But sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't understand my interests as well. And what when what has happened to me would love some advice. I know for a fact I don't like women, at least, I think. And I've never been aroused by a woman. However, when I watch porn, sometimes I like it when there are two guys and a girl. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So she's 30. Well, when I read- Is it a girl or is it a woman or a man? Um, it's a, I think it's a man. Yeah, it's a man. I think it's a man. It's a man. I mean, there's a such thing as asexual. Yeah. I mean, it's a real thing. Yeah. I'm yeah. just looking up um, how I'm just looking up online right now. What is an example of an asexual person? I mean, how many asexuals? It's like when we were in SLAA, there was oh, like dude, sexual so many, so asexual, many people that were asexual, addict, porn addicts. It's it's a very very common thing. So it says an example of an asexual person is the definition of an asexual is something where sex is not involved or a person who does not desire sex or have sexual feelings. Mm-hmm. An example of an asexual is a relationship between a brother and a sister. An example of an asexual person is someone who is not attracted or interested in having sex with anyone. Yeah. I don't know sort of what somebody who is asexual does not experience sexual attraction. They call it a gray asexual person may experience sexual attraction very rarely or only under specific circumstances. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that's a gray asexual. A demisexual people only experience sexual attraction after developing a strong emotional bond with someone. Oh, interesting. Huh. So there's different types of asexuality. Um so it is a sexual orientation. So it um, typically an asexual person has little interest in sexual contact. However, let me see what this says. Um, it, uh, asexual is a sexual orientation like being gay or straight. It is different from celibacy or abstinence. The spectrum of asexuality contains much diversity in people's experiences of attraction and arousal and desires for relationships. An estimated 1% of the population is asexual, mm-hmm. though experts believe that that number could actually be much higher. Yeah. This is an article that talks about it. Um, it says- what, uh, What's the article on? So maybe- This is Medical it. News Today. Okay. Medical News Today. Um, asexuality is sexual orientation, just like homosexuality, bisexuality, and heterosexuality. It is both an identity and a spectrum. Asexual people are sometimes known as ace or aces for short. Aces, yeah, I've heard aces. The asexuality spectrum is an umbrella term that describes a variety of ways in which a person might identify. 
Um, they have the same emotional needs as everybody else. Most will desire and form emotionally intimate relationships with other people. Asexual people may be attracted to the same sex or other sexes. Every sex, asexual person will have a different experience, which may include falling in love, experiencing arousal, having orgasms, masturbating, getting married, having children. The asexual spectrum has two orientations. One is a romantic orientation. Um, several identities fall under these categories. Uh, they have the same emotional needs, blah, blah, blah. Want rel- um, they prefer close friendships to intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. Some will experience arousal. Some will masturbate while having no interest in having sex with another person. Some asexual people do not want to have sexual contact, while others may feel sex neutral. Other asexual people will engage in sexual contact to gain an emotional connection. There's something called an aromantic um, which is different from sexual orientation. It basically sounds like then there's demisexual, gray yeah. sexual, or gray romantic. So basically what I'm taking from all of this is it's totally normal. Mm-hmm. And there is, um, obviously it's, it's, um, it's been studied. So there's a lot of, of you out there. And that's a really great question. Um, I think a lot of people may not know what it is and feel like something's wrong with them. Oh yeah. And, um, I think going to therapy to help you understand how to live within, you know, how to experience all of these things that you want by being asexual will, mm-hmm. will, will help, you know, there's gotta be tools that you're given just like how, you know, we need to navigate being heterosexual or bisexual, how to love, mm-hmm. how to have sex, how to be attracted, what, you know, kind of how to maneuver around. It's very confusing, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think, um, there's gotta be, um, some psychiatrists or psychologists that, that maybe specialize in this, mm-hmm. that, uh, that will be able to better guide you in how to have the, that, you know, romantic love that you're looking for, whether it be with a man or a woman or just within yourself. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think that's Scott, a big you, kicker. Think? I think that's, I think that was perfect. That was beautifully put. I think that was almost cheered me up. <laughs> I was like, I, cause I, I've known a lot of people that, you know, have waited so long in their life to come yeah. out asexual, trans, gay, bi, whatever. And, you know, it could, you can feel super trapped within yourself. And that's the ultimate goal is to like free yourself from feeling that way, you know? Yeah. And, and it pains me when someone is always like, what's wrong with me? Like, right. is it my fault? It's like, no, it's, it, you know, you are perfectly fine. You are perfectly beautiful. You are perfectly you know, we're how you're supposed way, to be. Yes. Exactly. It's like it's like being gay is not something that you develop over time. Yeah. It's, and just because born, you don't you're born want the way you are. Yeah. Just because you don't want a, something serious. Like my my uncle who just passed away, he he never had a relationship. He had a, he had one relationship, one woman, and and he just never wanted another relationship. And him and my grandma lived in the same house until he just died recently. And yeah. that's he was happy and he was yeah. I think he was asexual, but he never felt comfortable enough to say it or come out or whatever, you know? And I think that that's okay. And he was happy and he was content. Um, You you don't have to be in a romantic relationship to be satisfied in your life. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, you can, you can, I mean, there's a lot of people that think like, oh, they have to be one way and then they end up staying in these marriages or these relationships. Mm -hmm. And then they've, then they've, they've been going against all of the things in their body. That's telling them that they should have been another way because if they think that it's not normal or that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think there's a lot of people out there and I'm sure asexuality is a hard thing to kind of, you know, um, 
distinguish because it's got to be confusing because you're like, wait, I'm supposed to, am I, am I gay? Am I straight? Like I'm supposed to want to do this. And that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily the case. So, um, you know, maybe just having like really wonderful friend, you know, deep emotional connections with another human being and taking care of yourself sexually. If you feel like it, if you need it, great. If you don't, great. You do what your body needs and what your mind needs and your Mm -hmm. spirit and whatever makes you feel like, you know, this is the life that you want to live. Yes. But I definitely think maybe, maybe talking to someone that knows a little bit more about it and figuring out different, having those tools. Yeah. And if you do, if you you do want to do like a, like be around other people that may be going through the same thing that you are, there are group like, um, you know, sessions out there, like SLA, that program, there, there was a lot of people with, um, that were asexual yeah. in there. So maybe just being silent in the back of the room and, and going to a few of those yeah, meetings listening. and listening, you know, that, that helped me a lot before I was able to talk about my stuff. Oh yeah. I sat in that room for like two months before I was like, Oh yeah. Hi, <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs> and then know? you're like, Oh my God. And you can relate. There's yes. all those, you know, all the stories that are like, Oh my God, I did that. I did that. I did that. I mean, even you and I, it's like oh, I know. the same, the same past, you know. know, the same great, the same ridiculousness. Yeah, it's nice. Um, well, thank uh, you for for that. That's yes. a really wonderful question. Thank um, you. We haven't really we haven't talked about that yet. So that's um yeah. I hope that helps. And, then and let's uh, let's, and let's enter her second question here to like lighten it up for her because I know and or him. Sorry. Um. Oh, sorry. Cut off. Never mind. Um. But yeah. So I think I think that's positive. I think that's great. I think the one key, like I said, is just, you. we just need to find how to love ourselves and accept ourselves. So whatever that looks like, help, group sessions, you know, I think yeah. that's like, trust me, I've, I've been in therapy my whole life. It, it helps. It really does. And help. your mom will love you no matter what. Yes. She's probably not going to understand. It's also a generational thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. sometimes hard. Our parents don't really understand sometimes, but I love that you're talking to her about this and that you have a close relationship with your, with your mom. I know what, what is it? Because it's a lot of, a lot of, um, kids that I have come in contact with that I've, I've taken care of, um, a lot of like, you know, I've lived like a gypsy. So I, a lot of moms like would just adopt me for a little bit and then they have kids and then I, I kind get it. Of, I'll adopt you. You know, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, your kids are not old enough to vent to me about anything, but all the kids, every, every household that I've been in with like a, a mom or whatever, the kids have always come to me with issues that they've had. They never felt safe enough to talk to their parents about it. They've always come to me. That's why they, but that's why the mom hires you or has you around, you know, well, because they can't, they don't know how to handle and take care of their children emotionally. You know, usually the moms themselves are emotionally stunted or haven't worked through their own shit Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to then take care. You can't take care of somebody else unless you take care of yourself. You know, so it was a fear of mine yesterday. I went to a Dodgers game yesterday. And of course there was a little like four-year-old, five-year-old in front. She's like this blonde cutie with brown eyes. And she played with me the whole time. Like her parents were constantly like, leave her alone, leave her alone, you know, telling her all this stuff. And I was just thinking, I was like, this always, this always happens, you know, with kids. And I, I was looking to Tom and I was like, I really got sad for a second. I was like, what if my kid doesn't like me as much as like all these kids always like me? 
oh, they'll love you more. Like such a fear they of mine. I was like, like what if they you hate and me? love you more. <laughs> no, they will not. Trust me. It's okay. you have a very warm, open spirit <laughs> Good, okay. that kids just gravitate towards because they feel like they can. So that's really beautiful and wonderful. And no, you, or if trust they trust me, your kids are not going to not love you. If they're just seeing like a giant child in front of them is what they're saying. They're like, oh, it's a big kid. <laughs> you know, so I think that too. Sometimes I'm like, do kids know that I'm an adult because yeah. I'm short, or do they think that I'm a child? Yeah. I'm wondering <laughs> if they're like, it's my friend. You know. Oh my god! Oh my I guarantee god. if I asked that girl, how old do you think I am? She probably would have said fourteen. Yeah, probably. <laughs> she probably would have said, oh, like, or, or who? I think it was Jagger said that I was on his little sheet. How old's your? How old is mommy or whatever? What's your mommy's age? And he said I was sixty. Oh, what? Six zero. Get out of here. How does he, <laughs> he even know how to count that high? <laughs> he also thinks yesterday is last year. So, oh my God. You know, he doesn't really have a good, a good concept Healy. of time. Um, um, All should right, we go guys. into, so you guys, we've recently discovered, um, well, no, I've recently discovered. Yeah. I was like, um, yeah, I, you've been doing it for a while, but, um, I mean, you fucking torture yourself, girlfriend. Crazy ass over um, here. Scout, talk 911 to me. I will talk 911 to you. Okay, so this is a two-parter, guys. And just listen to this and we'll discuss it after. I'm going to blow my nose, but I'm listening. Okay. I'm calling County 911. What's the location of the police right now? We are at Fall Creek Landing where the truck and our boat tried to hurt us. We've already. Listen to me. Which, which Fall Creek Landing are you at? On the south side. On the south side. Where the rock used to be or where the other one is? No, on the other side, on the new side, where you go over to the island on the site. Okay, so Fall Creek 2. Hurry. We can't he take says, what you say about a gun? Yes, my husband's already had to fire at him and hit him in the head. He's attacking us. He's already broken up in the boat. We dragged him in out of the water after he wrecked his ski. And now he's fighting my husband. Hurry! Okay, I got him on the way. You said you're at Fall Creek number one. They are on the way. I need you to answer some questions. What kind of gun does your husband have? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Stop. You're stupid. Listen, we're not going to let you have your shit and get going, nerdy. We're going to put you over there. Oh, my God. No, you're not. You ignore your husband. This goes on for a Wait, little bit. I'm so, having a hard time understanding what she was talking about. So, so, so a jet ski um, 
this guy was intoxicated on a jet ski while they were out in the lake and he crashed. So they pulled him out of safety onto their boat and he started attacking everyone on the boat. Oh my God. So he had, they had to like, oh, you know what? The second part of the fucking video is just taken down. Ooh. So, so what happens is he starts to go after their kids and the husband and the husband has a gun on the boat and he has to open fire on them because he's like holding his wife down. Oh my God. And like trying to harm her. And they're in the middle of the lake and he can't drive the the boat. He can't like get away or anything. Oh my God. guy is intoxicated. Can't Um, throw him over the boat because he'll, what if he drowns? Yeah. Well, he had already shot him once. And so he already oh had an God. injury from the guy. And then he he kept on having to shoot him because he kept on approaching Oh, my them. God. You know, and it just made me think of, like, you know, you and the kids and, and David. Like, yeah. you guys like to go on your boat. Like, if you witnessed— yeah. You would have done this. If you witnessed someone oh, yeah. intoxicated oh, yeah. and crashed— Of course. You would have pulled them up on it's, your of boat. Of course. And what if they started attacking you guys? You know? Like you, no good deed goes unpunished yeah. kind of situation. I mean, you have to like, I mean, it's it, horrific. It's a cr- But then there's the bystander effect that we talked about on the other episode. Oh, yeah. You know, like, do, do, you, do you risk your life to help somebody else? Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. You do. I'm always that person. Yeah, me too. There's so me many too. fucking times in my watch. life that I probably could have gotten killed <laughs> by oh, helping yeah. someone get out of something. <laughs> Of course. I had this flashback the other day of uh, this time. I, I don't even remember. There's so many things I don't remember about my, yeah. my, my teen, 20 years. <laughs> um, there was a girl, I think, um, I must have been in my early 20s, maybe even like late teens, mm. that was on the side of the road, like running barefoot, like late at night, screaming, like crying that had gotten into a physical altercation with her boyfriend. Whoa. And I like pulled my car over and got this girl in my car and drove her to somebody else's house. Like complete fucking stranger. Get out. Just thinking of, oh yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I remember what the girl looked like. I remember the car that I had. So I had to have been between 18 and 20, 18 mm-hmm. and 21. It was just a no brainer. Like just seeing somebody, I mean, there's plenty of times where I see weird shit happen on the side and I'll turn around to make sure someone's okay. Or like you were talking about that when yeah. you're, you know, yelling out the window, just that little, that little moment of like, what if that, what if you just save that person's life? Yeah. What if you just save that person's life for that little thing? Yeah. So you just got to protect it's yourself, so but true. no, it's, but it's different nowadays. You know, yeah. people are, are not well. So it's, it's a scary, it's so scary. Oh my God. Those 911 calls blow. I know there's some, there's some crazy juicier ones that we've, we've got, but I I just, for some reason, it just like your guys's image just flashed in my head. And I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) it's like, this would like, they would have helped them. Like what if yeah. this happened? You know, what if this happened? Like you know, and David was being held down. Like what would Danielle oh, yeah. do? Oh yeah, what would Danielle oh yeah, do? no, oh, you know? oh my god, two seconds. Oh yeah, protect your sure. kids. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's absolutely. exactly what this these parents did. Um, it's so oh, funny that you, you say that because I I really do. You know, I I obviously there's situations that you should stay out of, but um, there there was a script that I read, um. A few years back that was that always stuck with me and I will always this is why when people are crossing me or if I make contact with someone I'll always say hi or acknowledge them or a smile yes yep um there was a script where there was a bridge and there was this um man hanging out on the bridge and this girl was going for a run 
and she kind of was like going up and down and she just saw this guy and it looked like he was just enjoying, you know, the, the world below. And she just stopped for a second and just said, hello. And mm-hmm. he just smiled back at her and she took off. And the script was from his perspective. And he was like, if that woman hadn't said hello to me, I would have jumped and killed myself right. like I had planned to oh, do. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I always, I will always acknowledge people. I just like, yeah. just if, if they need one smile, one look, one, just want something to just know that someone, you know, sees yeah. them. If I can provide that, I'll, I, I will always I've heard do it. too that if you, um, if you make, uh, conversation or, or contact with someone that's trying to come after you or has that thought in their head that mm. it disarms them. Like if okay. you think someone's being thinking bad things or something is could happen to you. I, I don't know where I read this. It was like, ask them, excuse me, what's, do you know what time it is? Like, cause it makes you human and a person mm-hmm. instead of this object. Um, so it sort of throws them off of their, of their game. I'm not oh, saying, yeah. you know, don't, don't engage in conversation, but just to have that. I mean, I do it when we're I shows smart. When I'm feeling awkward, you know, it's like yeah. the, the people in the corner, you're like, Hey, how you doing, you know, just trying to break that. Yeah. That, you that you do do that. You do do that. You do that very well. I have to, I just, maybe I, learned I, from I, I get nervous. I can't navigate yeah. around like what, what people are thinking, you know, yeah. speaking of crazy, um, should we talk horror? Yes. Talk horror to me, Danielle. Huh? <laughs> I will talk horror to you. Um, so this article, so this is a little, um, I may, I may jump around a bit again. Yeah. I, this is, I was going to do this case a while ago and then we, I got sick and you know, anyway. Yeah. Um, so this is, um, uh, and of course, since I printed this, I haven't even looked it over again. So bear with me, you guys. No worries. So Israel, Israel Keys. You heard of who Israel Keys is? No, I haven't. Israel Keys is the most terrifying serial killer you have probably never heard of. Ooh. So on February 1st, 2012, began like any other day at work for 18-year-old Samantha Koenig that ended up, ended in unspeakable tra- tragedy. Finishing up her shift at the Common Grounds coffee stand in downtown Anchorage, Alaska, the young barista was approached by a man wearing a ski mask who ordered coffee, a man who would later be named as Israel Keys. Mm. Uh, after Samantha handed him the order, Keys pulled out a gun and demanded money, and the terrified teen quickly complied. Forcing himself inside the stand, Keys tied the young woman's hands together with zip ties before forcing her into his white Ford Focus, where she tried and failed to escape the abductor, who held a gun to her head and said he would kill her if she tried again. Driving around town with Samantha still bound in the vehicle, Keys explained to the terrified teen that this was simply a kidnapping for ransom, and if she cooperated, she'd be returned to her family unharmed. Keys kept Samantha alive for several hours and even drove back to her coffee stand to retrieve her mobile phone. He then used it to send fake text messages to her boyfriend, who was due to pick her up after her shift. The text read, hey, I'm spending a couple of days with friends. Let my dad, let me dad know. Keys took Samantha to his property, where he tied her up in a shed. He turned his radio up so no one could hear her screams and pleas for help. Mm -hmm. After demanding Samantha's address, Keys made his way to retrieve her ATM card from her boyfriend's truck. In a gut-wrenching twist, while stealing the debit card, Keyes was confronted by Samantha's boyfriend, who was already on edge after discovering Koenig was not at work when he arrived to pick her up, as well as having received the strange text message from her phone earlier, 
which had in fact been sent by Keyes. Thinking this was a random burglar attempt, trying to break into his car, Samantha's boyfriend ran inside to get help while Keyes fled. Damn. Um, what do you know, you returning, know. <laughs> yeah, returning to his property, Keyes poured himself a glass of wine as he returned to his shed and raped a sobbing Samantha. Oh my he God. He then strangled her to death. Keyes returned inside, packed a pre-planned, packed for a pre-planned, pre-planned cruise in New Orleans, woke his daughter for <gasps> school and left for the airport. Oh my. Returning to Anchorage on February 17th, 2012, Keyes began preparing a ransom note, but first he decided to remove Samantha's body from the cupboard. He applied makeup to Samantha's face frozen and lifeless before unsettling sewing her eyes <gasps> open with fishing line to give her the appearance of being alive. He then took a Polaroid of her holding up that day's newspaper. Keys typed a note demanding $30,000 and he left this as well as the photograph of Samantha staged to look alive in a park under a memorial flyer of a dog named Albert before using Samantha's phone to text her boyfriend. You guys, if you're, if you're listening, you can look up the picture they have got it on on uh, the internet um, on it. the internet the picture of her um, of the Polaroid of her with her eyes of him pretending to make her look alive. Um, a few days later, Keys drove to Man uh, Mana Matanuska Lake, dismembered her body, cut a hole in the ice, and dumped her remains in the lake. At the same time, Samantha's father, James Koenig, believing his daughter was still alive after seeing the sickening photograph, was depositing the ransom money into Keyes' account with the $30,000 having been generously donated by members of the community. Oh. As he instructed her family to deposit the money into her debit account, authorities were able to determine that the perpetrator was driving a white Ford Focus. Keyes was then being pulled over for a traffic stop where authorities found dye-stained bills from a bank robbery a ski mask, a gun, and Samantha's phone and debit card. Damn. Keyes was quickly arrested. That's crazier. Israel Keyes is all of your worst fears personified into one of the 21st century's most terrifying serial killers and a close call to a real-life horror movie villain as one could get. If he hadn't become complacent and killed Samantha Koenig in his hometown on that fateful day, authorities agree that it's very likely he may never have been caught at all. Not only did he have a confirmed murder count of three people, with <gasps> investigators believing there are at least eight other victims, but unlike some of history's most feared killers, such as Son of Sam, BTK, Jeffrey Dahmer, Keyes didn't get didn't target specific types of victims or even ones in his own area, aside from Samantha, his last victim. Following the arrest, he admitted to abducting Samantha Koenig from the coffee stand. He would later give police more details, though on though on the condition that they made one promise to keep everything out of the press. The reason Jesus. he didn't want his young daughter to read about what he had done to his Samantha. Fucking daughter's gonna find out. Yep. <laughs> I'll tell you everything you want to know. I'll give you I'll give it blow by blow if you want. I have lots more stories to tell, he told the police. It soon dawned on authorities that they weren't dealing with just a murderer. They were dealing with one of the coldest, most methodical serial killers of all time. Victims. It became quickly, um, it became evident that there were many more victims than just Samantha. The first, according to Keyes, is missing to police, took place in Washington State in the late 1990s. He told authorities that he had killed at least seven others around that county, though it's believed the number of victims killed by Key stands at 11, with the only other names revealed besides Samantha being um, being missing Vermont couple Bill and Lorraine Courier. He's reportedly broke into the Courier's home the night of June 8th, 2011, instigating what he dubbed a blitz attack on the pair, cutting their phone line before entering their home while wearing a headlamp and tying them up before driving them to an abandoned farmhouse. 
He shot Bill Courier in the basement with a 22 caliber, 1022 Ruger charger and sexually assaulted and strangled Lorraine Courier. Their bodies were never found. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I, uh, here we go. Um, it is clear from the facts of the case. Um, this is from a magazine called The Brag. Um, it's clear from the facts of the case that though confronted with death, Bill and Lorraine showed extraordinary bravery and extreme dedication for the love of one another. Um, they fought to the end. Keys would later admit that two years prior to the courier's deaths, he had he hid a murder kit, which contained a handgun, silencers, ligatures, ammunition, and garbage bags near their home, later using the same kit to kill them. Keys planned murders ahead of time and took extreme caution to avoid detection, in contrast to most serial killers, which made discovering his crimes far more difficult. Keys did not have a specific victim profile, saying he killed both men and women, but claimed that children and parents were off limits. He killed far from home and never in the same area twice. During these trips, he would pay only cash and turn off his mobile phone, and he had no <sighs> connection whatsoever with any of his victims. My yeah. God. Um, yeah. So, how, how old is I've this guy? Never, how old oh, is he's, he? He's, he's like probably my age. Um, he's young. Jesus. Um, this is what he looks like. I'll show you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see anything. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, notice anything. This is, it's kind of a rough, um, here's, um, yeah, here's Samantha. That one. That's what she looks like. And did you see this is, um, yeah, I saw that. Her. I mean, it looks like she's alive. Like her hair's even like yeah. brushed. Her, like I she mean, she she looks like that. That looks like her driver's license. Like it's yeah. I I was I when I saw that photo, I was like, this can't be the photo because it literally yeah. looked like yeah. That's insane, looks, insane. I I I I sewing her eyes open and putting makeup on her. Like I I I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I'm sorry. You you got me when when he put her in the cupboard and then went to go wake up his daughter, his daughter to go Take to her, a fucking to to, trip on a trip. Yeah. Dude. That's insane. That's a crazy story. Israel keys. Yeah. Crazy. You guys. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it on that note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another good crime there, guys. Everybody. Yeah. Be careful, dude. Look at this shit. I carry pepper spray now y'all. Look at this just big don't motherfucker. Spray your, don't spray yourself in the face like me. <laughs> Be careful with that shit. Did you really? You, did I ever tell you that story? No. Oh my God. So I, it was, it, I had it on my keychain. Oh my God. And I had all these bags from Rite Aid. This is years and years and years ago. And I was like struggling with all these bags trying to get, this is back when I didn't, you know, back in the day when you had to use a key to get into your car. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I guess the, this little security lock, the little red tab that like yeah. gets moved when you're going to use it had moved in my purse or something. And the top was off and I went to put my key in the car and fumbling, I ended up spraying the spray in my own face. Oh my God. Yes, you Dropped did. Drop the bags, dude. Of course I oh, did. Oh yes, you did tell I me this. Did. Yes, you did Drop the bags. This. I was like the crazy person in the parking lot. Like, oh my God, I can't <laughs> see, I can't see. You did me. tell me this story because I shared my dude. story about getting pepper and you know, sprayed nobody fucking helped me. Nobody came and helped me. They thought I was a crazy Of course, you're that crazy lot. bitch. Like in the parking lot. I had like lot. the car door. Here we, I like my here car we door are open. telling people to be careful of people. And then we're also telling people, well, maybe check on them, make sure they're okay. I know. <laughs> um, just, uh, do what you feel guys. Like do what you ran, feel. <laughs> I literally ran into Rite Aid and was like, I can't see, I can't help me, help me. Oh and like, God. people looked at me like they didn't know what to do. And then I had to find my own way to the water fountain to splash water in my face for 45 minutes or an hour before I can actually <laughs> see and breathe again. Yeah. 
help a help a sister out sometimes. Yeah, but be yeah. careful while you do it. Did you yell? I, I, pay, might, I pepper sprayed myself. I pepper sprayed myself. Did you yell that? And you can't. And you, I couldn't see. Oh I mean, yeah, I yeah. You really can't see like, shit. I'm like running. I'm like standing in the middle of the parking lot, yeah. literally, like flailing around. With, oh my like, god! You know, my, my tampons from my Rite Aid store <laughs> shop, like all over the ground. You know, I mean, it was just a nightmare. Only me, <laughs> Scout. Only me. I swear to God, the oh crazy god. shit happened. I just made me. sure that my my uh, pepper spray was locked. See? It was not Make locked. Sure. But See, that's easy. easy look it? at look at that. Doop. Yes, Doop. That's that, the that just t- that touches something and it's fucking unlocked. Yes. All right, guys. Pepper spray people out there that are uh, coming up with new listening. with new things. Let's uh, fix this, guys. We love you guys. Thank you, guys. See love you. Later. you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Talk Scary to Me. Please remember to like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Talk Scary to Me podcast or our individuals at Horror Gal and Under the Sea Scout. Also, if you want to see videos, please follow us at Patreon, hashtag TalkScaryToMe. Don't forget to submit those questions at podcast at TalkScaryToMe.com.